Well, Katya, thanks for joining us on Into the Depths, first time on the podcast. Um, we want to talk a little bit about your role as a strategist on the Denmark's LGP team, and then more broadly about the Women's Pathway program that CellGP introduced, and find out your experience of it, and look ahead a little bit to where it could go in the future. So it's almost two years, I think, since you joined the team now. How do you look back at that time since you actually came into the team? Yeah, it's amazing that it's almost two years. It doesn't feel that way, I can tell. It's uh, I still feel super new to the role and the whole world, the whole GLGP world is just still new to me. So time flies. It must be very strange coming from an Olympic world because obviously you're a very driven athlete and you, you focus fully on, you know, an Olympic campaign and you did the Olympics in Rio. But this is a completely different environment. So explain some of the biggest differences between where you came from and where you are now. Yeah, it's it's almost hard to compare the Olympic world that I know and then the CLGP world. And I think the biggest part is that in the 49er, I was the primary driver. Either I did everything or nothing happened. And here you are part of a team of 18, 20 people. And there's so many things I'm not aware of. I don't have any, any influence of. And despite of that, there's the wholesale GP setup that basically controls everything that we can control. So it's such a big setup where you, you have less influence and you're lesser part of the, the bigger thing. I love that it's so much different because that's why it's a challenge and that's why I'm here because I learned so much. In the end, in the 49er, it became so much the same, whereas uh, that I can have two years here where I learn a lot of things every day. That's uh, that's quite a unique place to be. You know, a lot of the Olympic uh, or ex-Olympic sellers that come into CLGP, are very, uh, they seem a bit more focused on things like psychology and mentality. It feels like it's more ingrained in how you guys prepare yourself to perform than some of the guys who've come through maybe the uh, CLGP or the Volvo Ocean Race or the America's Cup. It seems like that's something that's a big deal when you're coming up through the Olympics. Yeah, true, it is. And and I think it's, again, so in the 49er, you are so extremely focused on one thing and you're trying to optimize the smallest things and and you're really aware of, the, of your physical body and the mental body and like all the things that you can optimize you optimize them and you don't have that many variables to, to tune. That's a big surprise that we work in a different setup here. Yeah, performance is just a different game. Yeah, but I'm sure that we can bring in a lot of uh, experience from that world because I still believe that 80% of your performance is actually the mental part and we need to focus on that. But it just seems like everything comes to a point. And as soon as we get to the point where it's the small percentage that are increasing our performance, then we can focus on the on the last things, our uh, mental health and our diet. But I think it has also taken a time for me to realize what I actually can bring in to this world. And what I realized lately is also the the focus that I've learned to to have throughout my sailing career, that focusing on one thing is so important when you need to be good at something. 
and I think in cell GP you can you can lose that focus a little bit because you're such a big team and there's so many things happening. But actually, you can allow yourself to focus because, as I said, you are so many people that all have each area to be responsible of. So if you focusing on your job and really do everything you can to become the best at your job, then, uh, yeah, of course, it's going to be a lot better boat. So instead of trying to, again, um, uh, trying to involve myself in the planning, for example, I, I, I shouldn't do that because we have an, another person to do that. So I can actually be egoistic and really focus on my own area, which I'm good at and uh, that I should bring in, in into this world as well. I guess that comes with a bit of uh, experience and time to find, as you say, to find your place in the team. Maybe it comes with some a level of confidence that you don't need to be constantly trying to be involved in every area, that you you feel comfortable that actually you're there on merit and you're there for a reason to focus on a specific thing. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's a lot about confidence for sure and, and lack of confidence uh, that coming into a new team or to a team that is already well uh, gathered or then then trying to make it your way and trying to make your influence is, is super difficult for me. What's the quality that you've seen uh, in your time in the Olympics and also in CLGP? What do you think they're like the, the one quality of uh, the consistent quality in a winner? Is it like belief? Is it confidence or is there more? than that have you seen anything consistently across people you've met or sailed with or against oh that's a good question i think it's about that con consistency like keep doing it keep keep focusing on that target and that goal in your mind i think we can all get a bit confused and unsure about what our end goal is and what our everyday goal is but the people that really succeed is the people that keep going hard for that one thing that they think is the is the most important tell me a bit about your role on the boat so you're the strategist it's a new new ish position uh, that was brought in with the uh, women's pathway program so what's your what's your role on the boat and how does it contribute around nikolai and rasmus and tom Yes, our, uh, our role, as you say, it's new and uh, we are now called the strategist. It also took a while, half a year maybe, to actually define a name even for, for our role, which uh, makes it difficult in itself uh, that we actually had to define, okay, we got a spot on the boat. Uh, what, what do you want to do? How do you want to get the best out of this spot? So um, that's, that's a challenge. It still is. And um, but as the strategist name uh, applies, it it's a lot about looking out of the boat. And I believe that the level of all the boats have increased quite a lot after having extra eyes on the boat because these boats are so difficult to sail. So it actually needs a hundred percent focus on the boat itself to make it sail fast and and not be dangerous. Um, so if you can have extra eyes looking out of the boat, making sure that First of all, you're not colliding with anyone, so for safety reasons, but, but then optimizing this role to actually 
know where to go on the course and make sure that we are making the right decisions. It's quite funny because, you know, obviously these, these boats go at close to 100 kilometers an hour. It's crazy out there on the start, for example, or coming into that first mark. And everyone always talks about how the level has gone up and, you know, it's relentless, like it's a marginal gains between the first and the last place. And it probably is, I imagine, a lot to do with that extra set of eyes on the boat, but people don't necessarily relate that, I don't feel. I don't know what you think about that. Well, it's, I don't know, it's hard, hard to say, but uh, I feel like uh, it's an important role to have. And and I can definitely feel that the more uh, Nikolai and, and the other guys are trusting me, the, the faster we are, because then they don't need to look out. And, and every time we uh, save Nikolai from looking out of the boat, we can keep sailing fast. And every time he does look out of the boat, you can definitely feel uh, in, in performance decrease because you know that yourself. You, if you look some way, then uh, then you're also gonna turn that way. So, I mean, the the the, the speed records. I'm not sure that it's uh, that it's my my fault, but um, it's definitely a part of the the gains that the fifties have. What do you think the is the future of the WPP? You know, what's your, I guess your personally, what's your hope for where it could go in the next three, five years? But also what needs to change? Because obviously uh, through nobody's fault, it's not perfect, right? This is something that's just been created. It's moving super fast. There's challenges all the time. I don't think anyone would, would uh, anyone would claim it's perfect. So where do you think, you know, having spent a lot of time talking with the other female sailors and the male sailors for that matter, where do you think it, it, it could improve or it needs to go in the next few years? Well, I, I, I do think we have a long way because um, at the moment I'm, I'm super satisfied with being a strategist. It's, uh, I reckon, one of the most important roles uh, if you acknowledge that and develop it to be a really important role so i'm super happy to be the strategist on the team and to develop that role however i'm not really getting any better at any of the other roles it comes to kind of of, of a point where now i have been sailing on the boat for so long i know what the other guys are doing plus minus but but you, you, i need to get it in my own hands so for for me to to actually take one of the other positions um, I need so much more practice and I'm not gonna get that while being a strategist because I need so much practice to become a good strategist so and and and, and I, I love that but if anyone wants to be uh, driving the f50 for example they need hours driving the f50 and not sitting behind the driver so we definitely need more more hours training the actual thing. And it must be quite a lot of pressure because obviously, you know, all teams get limited training time, right? And I mean, they come to an event, they might get one or two days of sailing before they go racing. So the pressure, particularly on the female athletes, if you do get a chance to grab the wheel or have a go at something, the pressure on the learning experience is massive. Or not just female athletes, but any new athlete coming in. But you know, 
the investment, the time and the money that it takes, it must be a lot of pressure. And that's not necessarily the best, learn well, it's not for everyone. It's not the best learning environment, I guess. It's a difficult learning environment. And I'm sure that everyone, or I, at least I'm aware that I need to, to do much more to try and catch up a little bit because I'm not getting any hours on the boat. So for sure, I'm, uh, I'm doing my part of the studying and, and practicing what I can. And every time I get a chance to, to steer the boat or whatever, I take it. And uh, I'm aware that when I do that, I really have to perform because it's also a matter of safety that the guys can hand me over a boat that I'm not going to ruin mm. it f for them later. So it needs a lot of studying and, and, and that's okay. But we also need to find the time and the money to train and to actually allow us to do mistakes and, and learn from those. Absolutely. Uh, and we're improving a lot. I mean, how, how much change have you seen in the team this season? Uh, for example, how have you seen the, the team culture and the team performance change since you joined, uh, since you started going on board the boat more? I think we're changing or uh, yeah, changing enormously. We are developing all the time and we're also integrating the strategies role more and more. The frustrating thing is that I don't have the answer to making equity, gender equity, for example. I don't have the answer of how are we gonna one day have equally good men and females fighting for the roles. But we gotta start at one place. And, and now we have a lot of females and because it's, it's also a lot about the culture, right? That we gotta think that of course, females can bring value to the team. And I don't think that's an of course, I think it's a, it's a challenge for a lot of the sailors to believe that females are bringing value into the team. So we got to just believe that. And now that we are here, we got to show that we do bring value to the teams and, and keep developing that. And finally, I just want to talk a little bit about inspiring kind of the next generation, because I know it's something that's important to you. And, and when you're with us on CLGP events, you put a lot of time into spending time with local, um, you know, kids or young sailors. And it's something that you seem to enjoy. So how important is that? to you, you know, I guess having grown up without too many female sailing role models, you know, what's your experience of that and how important is that to you to, to keep making the effort to do that? I think inspiring younger kids, both girls and boys, are, is extremely important to me because, as you say, I, I never really have had any idols in the sailing world. And that just makes it so much harder to go for that pathway. So if I can be inspiring somebody to, to go for it and, and to, to show that everyone can, can go for the, the goal or for their dreams, uh, and you don't have to be a masculine guy to, to compete in the, in the fastest boats in the world, then yeah, if I can just inspire one, one girl, to, to go in this direction, that would be very big. Really nice, thank you.